Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast with Paul, Joe and myself, David. So a wee bit of fun tonight, today or whenever you're listening to this, um, we're going to be talking about nice things, nice Queen things, things that you like about Queen, things that you want to put in a space capsule and send into space, I guess. Aye, and... Uh, <laughs> Funny that. <laughs> this has gone well. This intro's gone well. <laughs> so yeah, the stuff you want to put into a space capsule to send into space um, and hope that civilizations find it and they hear about a queen and they, they enjoy it. And let's face it, if they do find little green men, they'll obviously be into queen. <laughs> and bad news. Oh, always bad a, news. Always a bad news quote there. <laughs> They're bound to be anti queen. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Magic. So yeah, we're gonna get into that and we're gonna have some guests on that on this uh, this podcast and, and the guests are our listeners. They're gonna come on and speak to us. And some have left messages, some are coming on live to speak to us on the pod. So uh, first ever. First ever time we've had our listeners come on live with us to speak about Queen. So really looking forward to this. Um, before we go any further, um, a big shout out to the Deep Dive Podcast Network. So we've got Scott at the Magicians Podcast, which is our Uriah Heat podcast. We have Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Nate and John at Deep Purple Podcast. Simple Man at Skinner Reconsidered. And finally, the governor himself. T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone Pine Cuts. And his latest one, his latest announcement, he's going to have um, Steve Cropper. Yeah. Uh, coming on his show, so that's... Steve yeah. the Colonel. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Looking forward to that, man. Total legend. So, yeah, check them out. Check these these podcasts out if you're interested in any of these bands or even just a bit interested in any of these bands because these guys are they're great and the podcasts are great as well. So go and check them out. All right, we're going to move on and we're going to speak to Richard. Richard is first up here and he's going to tell us the things that he would like to put in the space capsule. Hello there. Hey, Richard. Hello, Richard. How are you? How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm just, yeah. How are you? You all right? Yeah, doing, great, doing, doing very well, doing very well. Uh, well, thanks very much. Thanks very much for coming on and speaking to us. And um, yeah, I did. You know, you've been talking to us a lot on Twitter. Yeah. You're going back and forth and various things. So it's great to finally see you and hear you. And, you know, well, sort of in the flesh. I was going to say in the flesh, not quite, but it's <laughs> as close near, as we're going to get to it. <laughs> it's, it's the nearest thing, I suppose. Yeah, no, it's been it's been great. I've absolutely loved uh, listening to your pod over the kind of last sort of six months. So it's been a real highlight, I think. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. So, uh it's um it's been quite queen dominated the last six months in a weird old fashion so yeah 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 no i can feel that because obviously we are <laughs> we are we are we're doing that on a almost weekly basis now so uh yeah it's been queen's been our lives for the well it's been our, our lives for all of our lives but certainly in the last year it's been it's yeah. really ramped up so yeah <laughs> so no fantastic richard really really good to see you as we said and um we wanted to find out um obviously your things for the, the space capsule. So this idea that we put things into the space capsule, launch into space, and hopefully somewhere there's a new civilization that discovers Queen. And there's a whole new, a whole new, um, I guess, appreciation for the band in a different world. Yeah. 
Well, so, do you know, I, I think, yeah, I, well, I've got, I've got some things, but I have to admit, to start with, uh, I, I misunderstood this whole concept. Ready, <laughs> half. Yeah, I mean, I, I basically thought that it was, uh, it was all about thinking, okay, we're going to be a bit like Bruce Willis style heading up to uh, space, and what have we got in the Queen's Armoury to try and, uh, uh, you know, you know. So you want to go movements. along, you, you want to go along in a space capsule to keep yourself occupied. Well, yeah, let's do that. We can do yeah, well, it any way you want. Well, yeah. I think, I think basically, I think. Well, I was thinking the main thing in that sense would be uh, Brian May is obviously a an actual given because he uh, he loves he loves space. He knows his way around space. Yeah. He, he, he'll be like a sort of space sat nav. Um, <laughs> so I think that would be one of the key things. Um, I think uh, I also quite like the idea of um, I have actually got some serious ones. But the other thing I was thinking was that I would if we were really trying to, uh, you know, uh, combat those aliens, I, th I think a, a cover of the miracle propped up on on the dashboard uh, <laughs> would be you know, quite useful just to kind of really put them on edge, Any anyone who's seen that. Uh, I think on a more, uh, I don't know, when I was really trying to think about Queen and what 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 I would like to sort of save, uh, I think, although one of the obvious ones would be, I'm sure other people will say this, is sort of Bohemian Rhapsody. I was thinking about the fact that it's very hard to hear it as if for the first time, and probably you need to be in space to to, to do that, uh, but my next best thing on on that front would be the March of the Black Queen. I think as a as a kind of uh, choice. I think I think that would be the idea of trying to think. Okay, what's it like to hear Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time? And the nearest thing would be one of those sorts of uh, probably probably the March of the Black Queen. I think um, I like In the Lap of the Pods revisited as well. But though, that one where they have lots of shifts of um, shifts of style. I think. Um, uh, the over-the-topness. I think there was a Queen quote once about saying, "If it's worth doing, it's it's worth overdoing." And I think um, <laughs> I'm thinking that yeah. was probably a concert at some point. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think, no, that's a, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Richard. Yeah. Sorry. No, I think yeah. No, I think all I was going to say was I think March the Black Queen would be definitely one thing I would would want in there. Um, what else? There's a lot to choose from. Hang on, I'm just trying to close down some other windows here. So hold on a minute. <laughs> uh, they're all popping up on this, on this here. Um, I, I, do you know what I, I was thinking about? Obviously, the live performances. There's going to be, I'm sure, there's lots of moments to sort of, you know, savor from there. Uh, I was lucky enough to be at Nebworth in, uh, in nice '96, and if, nice. and I, and that was a fantastic memory, basically. And I think the one thing about it was that in if you're waiting in eight hours in a field for Queen to come on, and it felt like I was, I suppose I was 15 at the time, well, yeah, 15 at the time. And uh, the opening of One Vision, uh, which I think is a great, I think it's a great intro for a concert, just the sort of, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the way it builds, the way it, the way it comes up. Mm -hmm. And um, I, would, I would probably put that in there, the opening of One Vision would be my second choice. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I'm going to quickly just dive out. My, my, my son said, what are you going to put in on this? And he said, I said, you've got three things to put in. And he said, Freddie Mercury, Roger Taylor, Brian May. That's my three things. That's what I should just say. So maybe I'll, maybe that, that's, his, that's his nominations. Um, <laughs> so John Deacon, you're going to stay at home, I'm afraid. But um, uh, <clears throat> if I was, so my third, my third thing for the space capsule, um, I think would be, I have, I think it'll be under pressure. 
Um, I think it was trying to think one of the things I think, and you've covered this a lot on your pod about the kind of idea of how the reinvention of Queen from the 70s to the 80s, obviously not always, not always perhaps the right direction as you've, as you've often pointed out, but I think there's something admirable about the idea of them trying different things. And mm -hmm. I think one thing that obviously really worked was just, I think under pressure is a great, you know, it's obviously the great yeah. baseline. It's just the idea of it's an improv in terms of the lyrics and, uh, and, but it also, it feels like, it feels like it's got something important and profound and it may not have done because it's almost like completely, I, I think my understanding is David Bowie and Freddie Mercury are in different studios just ad-libbing, but, um, uh, it seems profound and maybe that's just all yeah. you need in a song. So, uh, that would be my third one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing about under pressure. I think we mentioned that at the time um on the hot space pod that um the lyrics don't really mean anything but they can yeah. mean anything you want them to mean you know um you can apply it to you know homelessness poverty all that kind of stuff you know uh but you know a breakup and really real of relationships and all that yeah. mental health as well you mental know. health yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know yeah. um and yeah. that that that's what makes a great song a great song you know it's uh, it becomes personal to you you know yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. But i love song. i love the idea of um the miracle cover because i was actually thinking about this this today <laughs> four-headed alien yeah. thing because if they, if they you know whether you're in the space pod or not if they found that they would maybe think that's what humans look like you know yeah. this forehead <laughs> thing. And they'd, be, you know, they'd, they'd maybe think all oh, the, the creatures from wherever this pod is from <laughs> look like this <laughs> i think they may you know they could recreate a bit like jurassic park make it maybe they recreate the human race but everyone has the four heads designed like that and it would be a, a sort of horrific place to be i think horrific place to be <laughs> i'm not sure i see i'm actually do you know what this is my um i'm wearing my um John Deacon t-shirt. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. One. But um, uh, I think I almost did think about uh, suggesting the covers. And uh, I think although the mir the miracle, I sort of hate it on a on a one level, on a sort of design level. I sort of, but it, there is something very intriguing about bloody looking at it and thinking. And I remember, yeah. I'm sure I remember yeah. at the age when I first got it, trying to, you're trying to look closely and work out where the joints <laughs> are and all this sort of stuff. So. You know, who knows? It could be the other. Yeah, I don't hate it. I, the cover act, it's as it I can agree with Richard. Mm. It's gonna have one of these, one of these ones that it's because it's attached to such a, you know, horrible album. I guess <laughs> you know yeah. you, you maybe you maybe think it's worse than what it actually is. It's it's definitely interesting. Yeah, um, it's not it's not that it's not their worst for for me. It's uh, a kind of magic is the worst nah, cover. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, it just looks so. So, not so well, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's you know album covers are timeless or they, they, you know they should be the you know um but that's horribly dated <laughs> you know yeah uh, i think um your, your other choice that match of the black queen oh yes that's mm. absolutely i mean you know uh, you know obviously bohemian rhapsody as well you know would be the obvious choice but you know march of the black queen is is you know that i think what we're going to hear across this pod is like the you know the full spectrum of queen and i think that really yeah. explains queen queen in the early days almost perfectly maps of the black queen 
You yeah. know, if someone asks you how they, what did the Queen sound like, you know, when they kind of started off first couple of albums, you would play that song probably, you know, uh, to just sum yeah. up that where they were at that point, very, very progressive, you know, kind of, you know, lots of light and shade, you know. So love that choice. Yeah. I think we're all mm -hmm. fans of that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great, I mean, I think probably my two favourite albums, probably Queen 2 and uh, I think I have a soft spot for Day at the Races because I was kind of, uh, I think I got into him at the time of the game and then I think I immediately tried to buy, but this is the age of about 11, sort of whatever was in the local quite small town. Uh, I think I remember Queen 2 and Day at the Races, probably the next two, that, and I think I probably have a soft spot for those two albums. But I think your your pod has actually really, Sometimes it has made me look again at the albums and, and I think sometimes it's helped pinpoint why I don't quite, why I think I'm going to like a, a, a song more than I do. And I think it's probably where you talk about, I'm no musician at all, but you know, where you talk about the arrangements of something like, I don't know, a kind of magic or I want to break free and you sort of, and I think that's why I think they perhaps work great. They work better live than perhaps yeah. on the studio. Mm -hmm. And uh, so some of those bits have maybe re re look at it or re listen to those uh, you know tracks and it's it's yeah that's been a, a real insight so that's been great. That's that's an excellent compliment. Thanks very much. Yeah. Richard. I really really Thank appreciate you. that. That's 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 brilliant. Well um well thanks very much for that, Richard. That's that's you've got started off on the pod and got us um, three fantastic well, choices to go into the pod. So. Um, well, take care of yourself, and um, you know we might be doing some more of these things again in the future. So please uh, don't shy away from coming back on and speaking to us, and and we'll probably we'll probably see you on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Thank, thank, yeah. thank you very much, and um, cheers, yeah, Rachel. Thank you. you. See you later. Bye. Take now. care. Cheers. Thank you. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye. So that was Richard there um, <laughs> with three fantastic choices. Happy with them, boys. Yeah. Aye, aye, absolutely. absolutely. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. Good start. Yeah. Good start. Yeah, that, that miracle cover, I was, I was just thinking about it there. It's, it, it's kind of like the the kind of thing that Terry Gilliam would have drawn in the Monty uh, Python yeah, cartoons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <totally. four> heads. <laughs> That's aye, it's, it's a good show. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost comical, aye. Well, it's, it's almost comical. It is comical. There's no almost about it, man. Um, I think I think Leighton, um, you know, who we, we mentioned quite a few times in the pod, he did Ed Craig does on to do a miracle one with our faces, um, three of our faces on it, and that was you know, yeah. and so I mocked one up, but I've, I've not released that yet. When you know the oh, day, mate, it's, it's, it out. it's great, it's it's grotesque, it. it's absolutely it's grotesque, grotesque. It's horrific, <laughs> and the best possible way. <laughs> I, think, I think we'll leave that for a wee surprise uh, sometime in the future. You know, we'll, we'll get that out there. Used to go on a t-shirt, man. Used to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. We're going to move on then, and uh, we're going to speak to Jerry now. Jerry, this is a bit. We 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 know some people that are coming on here just through Twitter, um, some more so than others, you know, based on conversations. But Jerry's someone we actually know in the flesh, um, so he wanted to come on and speak to us. He's appeared on the the Latpods landfill episode where, where he just leaves a really monotone kind of like message on it so uh but we'll see what jerry's got to come up with all right jerry what's happening <laughs> where's the video <laughs> justin we have lift off there oh, he is, there he is. How, are you how you doing mate? <laughs> oh surprise surprise <laughs> <laughs> so jerry's uh 
unusually drinking a beer. So ah, it's uh, no like him, so. man. You, feel, you feeling okay, mate? <laughs> <laughs> How's things with you, Jerry? Then how's life? Can I bore him? <laughs> uh, it's driving me up the wall, mate. But getting me up could be worse. I could know about any work. That's very true, mate. That's mm. very true. Very, very true, man. Ah, uh, we're doing grand. Ah, uh, we're doing all right, mate. So. Just grinding away like yourself, you know. So, so what's your things for the for the space capsule? What queen things would you put in it? Three, Three things. Right. First thing I'd put in is Princes of the Universe. Good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it captures them doing what they did in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Just only the music's only slightly updated, but some of the planes are a wee bit different. Right. But it's it's mad out there, and the structure of the songs, no, even like a normal song, it's mad. Yeah. The other second one would be a prophet song. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Because the two songs are kind of cut for the same cloth, just ten years for <laughs> eleven years apart. You know what I mean? They're mad arrangement wise, no. Mm-hmm. And they're both rocking. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> no arguments there, mate. Just don't let us down with a third one here, Jerry. Aye, won't let you down. He <laughs> won't let you down, man. Thing's not, it's not a tune this time. All right. It's the outtakes for the One Vision video. Aye, ah, right. Cool. And they're all just having a carry on. And it's the outtakes of them. When they're actually recording it, yeah. when they're making arse of the lyrics and stuff like that, and they're just tripping, he's just flinging stuff at the wall and seeing what was sticking. Yeah. And it just cracks me up. I was just them having a carry on and looking, looking at four guys that love one another. Aye, yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah. Aye, that pals. Aye, like, 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 obviously, for anybody that's listening to this, me and Jerry have been playing in bands together for about 15 years, man. Easy. Aye. 15 years, aye. And, it's just like when we out like you, like me, you, Jim, and whoever else is. I it's just like your pals, and it's the same sort of vibe. You, you know what I mean? Just carrying on and trying stuff out and laughing at one another's failures. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I was interesting because I remember uh, I think it was Brian May was saying that um, when they were in when the cameras came into the studio, obviously it was the first time they'd allowed cameras into the studio while they were recording. And they said they were they were kind of all all of the band were kind of not not themselves. They were kind of unnatural. It was almost like they were kind of like aware of the cameras, so they weren't quite being themselves. So it was a bit weird. Uh, a bit weird nice. You know, so it's maybe uh, you know. I think there's only one bit where uh, Brian's getting really pissed off with Freddie because Freddie keeps asking me to play a certain thing. And he's like, "You've asked me to do this. Do you ask me to do this kind of thing or whatever?" The, I'm paraphrasing here. And then you just see a bit when he comes back into the control room and he just throws the door open, Brian May, and it just bangs right off the wall. So you can see there is a wee bit of, a wee bit of tension, just the, obviously because they're all working to try and get the track, track together. But I know that's a good shout, Jerry. I really like that. I like the interesting shit that, you know, yeah. rather than just saying, I put in Freddie's Tash. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> obvious, obvious shit. Do you know what I mean? But no. That's, that's- Anyway, that's gone anyway. Aye, aye, absolutely. Aye, <laughs> I, that, that's sneaking in in the back of fucking Prince's Irreversible. We'll just stick that in, in the back. <laughs> just like, just creep in yeah. with the tash. Aye. But listen, mate, that's a that's class, man. Three cracking choices, my man. And uh, all right, my man. Cool, man. Cheers, Jeremy. Take care of yourself, Take care man. Of yourself, my man.
Or a best mate. <laughs> so that was Jerry. Um, um, the audio quality wasn't fantastic there, so uh, hopefully you made out what he was saying. Uh, three good choices. Um, it's interesting. Jerry's talking about the uh, princes of the universe. You know, when we covered it in the a kind of magic pod podcast, we were talking about that. It's an unusual kind of structure. It's kind of a bit more like kind of sort of strange and, and sort of different. Uh, compared to you know maybe your average rocker or or that kind of thing, and we we kind of I think we sort of concluded that it's probably down to the fact that Freddie wasn't a you know a, you know he certainly wasn't like a metal fan or a heavy rock fan by that point certainly wouldn't have seen so although we did do the Mister Guy the Bad Guy podcast and there's a lot more guitar on it than, than we remembered right now so maybe we're contradicting ourselves a bit here. No, I totally agree. I the structure's crazy and it. it's a it's a great song, awesome. Aye, man. fantastic song, and the prophet song. I mean, Aye, that goes without saying, oh, man. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, just absolute standing music. Um, two great choices, and and I the one the one version footage. I you know I think there's only obviously there's there's a lot more footage that will exist, but though the you know the half an hour or something you've got on the um the greatest video hits too. I think they put it on as extras. It's great, but you know there's probably a lot more. Footage out there, you know, and then kind of good stuff out there. So it'd be good to see some more of that. Um, but I, I do like it. I remember the bit with Freddie in the corner. I don't know if you remember. And he's, I've set his mic up. Um, and he's, he's like, who set this? You know, he's kind of, he's kind of losing his shit a little bit because I've set him way up in the corner, right out the road. It's almost like, get, give me space here. I want to yeah, actually, right. you know, so you know, he's like, uh, I'm in the corner. And then he's a little bit. I remember he's getting pissed off because of the. They're getting the lyrics together, as, as obviously Jerry was talking about, you know, bouncing ideas, seeing what sticks. And, you know, Jerry, uh, Jerry, <laughs> Freddie saying, um, so then I, I don't, I don't sing it that, but I don't sing it this, but I don't sing it this. I might, it might as well be the fucking Andrews sisters then, if I'm because <laughs> it's just a, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like, and I think it's because at that point there's a lot of gaps, you know, there was a lot of vocals uh, coming together, you know, in, in those particular parts. But no, it's good footage. I really like it. And, and one vision is a song that we, you know, we don't hate, but we, we don't, it could have been a better song, you know, so... I think just um, down to production, man. The production, yeah. the song's, song's great, it's just the production's Aye. weak. Yeah, especially live. It's a live, it's a live, it, it does, it does uh, ramp up a year live, I think, um, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, uh, interesting what you say about Freddie and, you know, the space, that, you know, uh, to work in and all that, because... Although that, that that's the only footage I think really of of uh, him actually singing into a mic in a in a studio, mm-hmm. um, but you can imagine he just puts his whole body into the perf- you know singing into that mic. Yeah, so yeah, he probably yeah. does need a fair bit of space, you know. Oh, I totally. I mean, you, you see can him imagine kinda... him, you know, he's singing with his whole body, you know, kind of thing. Especially yeah. something like Princes of the Universe, you know, it's just it's it's, it's crazy. just crazy. It's just occurred to me um, that I think I've made a mistake here because no, there, there was a time when the cameras were in the studio and used the world sessions. Aye, that's right. Yeah, but they didn't oh, come. God, they didn't I come later on the way. Yeah, we, we didn't get. Ah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're right enough. Uh, uh, yeah, we didn't get the bulk of that footage till till you know the uh, anniversary of the the album and all that. You know that stuff right. started coming out. So so yeah, that's that's a bit of a mistake I made, but. Um, 
Mm. Uh, so you do see some, you know, especially when they're playing down the kind of the, the the basic tracks for like uh, we are the other champs. champions and stuff. Yeah. is really, really, really good, good footage. Um, so yeah, so mm. uh, not quite true. <laughs> so we do make mistakes. We did say that, you know, we're just fans like you. We make mistakes. So especially me. So, um, so yes. So so far we've got uh, so we've got Richard's choices. Got March of the Black Queen, Prince's Universe. Prophet song. I mean, those three tracks. If the new civilization just heard those three new three tracks, you, you could stop there and you'd be pretty happy with Aye, that big representation of Queen. You know, so but they'd be disappointed with the miracle. But like, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you if you play the miracle right after those three tracks, man, <laughs> I think the well, aliens would probably invade and kill everybody, man. I can't remember what episode it was, Mister Joe. But you, you said uh, you know, Freddy didn't die. You just went home. Ah, yep, so yep, you imagine right. he, you imagine he's on his home planet and this capsule arrives and it's got all this queen stuff in it. Like, oh shit, man! I, I can't get away from this. and all the other people that are on the planet are just as good as him. They're like, that's some uh, shit. Aye, <laughs> because they're all super racer, super racer, superior vocalists and frontmen and, and music and. Songwriters and everything, just, basically. Uh, just everything art, artistic. <laughs> ah, that's it, exactly. Aye, so who'd be there? Elvis, Prince, Freddie, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Bandaro. Jimmy Absolutely. Aye. Well, no one having, they just went home. Aye, absolutely, man. Neil Peart, he's got to be in there, Neil I know. Peart, aye. Oh, aye. Rick Mayo for the partner, for the stand yeah, Absolutely, I love it, mate. <laughs> Mr. Bass, man. Aye, Colin Gregson, big shout out, man. <laughs> we're going to crack on, and our next guest is Lynn. So we're going to hear what Lynn's got to say and the things that she wants to put into the space capsule. Hello, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing very well. Doing very yeah. well. I'm Thank very... you very much for coming on. Yeah. Sure. So Lynn, um, you have got some selections for us for the the space capsule. So what would you like to to send into space for for the civilizations to experience? So the uh, the one thing I thought of was the um, the the stack heeled boots and the Zonda Rose Rose clothing from the uh, Queen Two. Oh, mm-hmm. that's quite a bit about how they were for a certain period of time, I think. Um, and then I think the other thing was the drum skin. Um, throughout the years up to and including news of the world after that i'm, I'm not a keen on them really um, <laughs> the, the, the band or the drum skins no well the, the drum skins the band i love i don't i stopped listening to them after that ah, really ah, right. mood. Mm-hmm. you know i've got a um a playlist that's the first to the very last and i usually stop after news of the world but sometimes i'll let it go almost the whole way yeah so, you know, I love them. I can't just say, no, it, this all stuff. I don't like it as much. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the fourth thing was this um, songbook that I picked up on eBay a while ago that's from um, 1974. And it's, um, it's pretty funny. There's things in it. Um, just descript- It's all their sheet music from the first two albums. Um, and then it's got... Uh, I don't know who wrote it, <laughs> but I uh, a write up about the band, and then each of the band members wrote up a uh, a thing about themselves. Um, yeah, that would be fun. Oh, fantastic! I mean, cool. um, I think um, starting off with the Zandra Road stuff. I mean, that's that's it, 
you know, that captures Queen in that at that period. You know, that the look they had right up right up until a night of the opera, really. Um, they had that mm-hmm. same that same look. Um, and I think that that really does, um, as you said, it really does tell the, the story of Queen in the early days. It was interesting. I remember reading um Zandra Rose was talking about um Brian and Freddie coming to, to our studio um at night to pick out some some items things that would they would like and Freddie picked the the white one the like you know with the with the, the you know the, the arms and the, the big flailing thing and he picked that out and apparently that one was actually meant to be a wed part of a wedding dress. <laughs> cool. So so that was meant to be you know I think it was going to get developed maybe further by Zandra Rhodes but I think Freddie tried it on went yeah that's that's mine. I'm taking this you know oh, so that's a very iconic image and also in the like in the rainbow rainbow videos with the with the uh hang on my computer with the the arms up in the air and the yeah yeah around mm-hmm. it's very very pretty yeah absolutely and and i mean the, the rainbow gig that whole period is, is something we're very fond of you know that um absolutely the very early queen you know you know what fans of the whole the whole the whole spectrum and all that but yeah that's that's a one that really resonates with us that period so that's a great choice yeah um the drum skins okay so you we the drum skins which which one's your, your favorite is it the is it the traditional crest or or you know, I mean, sure, that's the classic, but I have to say, despite the fact that it it's towards the end of the period that I like them, the News of the World skin, like the album cover, is very, very cool. Yep. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I collect advertising from that time period. I have an advertisement from, I'm not sure which magazine, but it's the advertisement for their album, for the News of the World album. Um, and it's very cool, just the ad in the magazine's yeah. full color, which was rare. Um, and it, it definitely draws your eye. It's a very cool cover. Yeah, absolutely, and I think um, the the um, the news of the world again, another album that is massive for us. It's one of our favorite albums collectively, oh, yeah. and, yeah. and um, the artwork is you know arguably is our favorite you know our favorite artwork as well. Oh, definitely as well. So, yeah. yeah. So yep. yeah. Um, but uh, no, great choice. And the, and the sheet music. Um, you, you so you said it was uh, the the first and the second album. Yeah, it was the yeah. Sheet music. Oh, yeah. Um, is are you are you a musician yourself, Linda? You do. Did you learn any of these things? No. I wouldn't say that. I can I can play the piano, but I'm not a musician. You know, there's a difference. Uh, I don't know. I do. Oh, that, yeah. I do. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, I listen to your podcast sometimes and you talk about music structure. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff I don't, I'm not educated in. It's fascinating to listen to, but I couldn't discuss yeah. it intelligently, you know? Yeah. Okay. But I think, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the music that's on that, you know, the, the, the book you're talking about. So you'll have White Queen in there. You'll have March of the Black Queen, yeah. Um, yeah. Father to Son, you know, all these studies. Absolutely. Very, very complex stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, just just fantastic. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, again, as you said, just telling that story of, of Ella Queen. Um, I love your choices. Boys, you, you, you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. So this, uh, we've had a few, a few guests on before you, Lynn. And they've picked some some stuff as well, so it's great to add your selection in there as well. So it's looking like a fantastic um, voyage, pod, you know, fantastic yeah. voyage yeah, for, the, for the space capsule. So nah, I can't I'm going to put myself in this capsule. Be cool. <laughs> yeah, go with it. So, um, Lynn, thank you so much for for taking your time out because I know you're you're. Where are you, Lynn? Where where are you? Uh, New Jersey, United States. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. To, My to pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot. And we'll we'll speak to you on Twitter, maybe. Oh, yes, I'm sure, eventually. (laughs) Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
So that was Lynn there with her choices. It's going well, lads. Would you agree? Aye, there's been everything that everybody suggested that I can't argue with. And it's all, yeah. and it's cool because so far it's been pretty heavy rock based. <laughs> so that suits me. Um, yeah. I think uh, we need to get Elon Musk on the phone and make this a reality. Aye, you know? aye. Get this capsule sorted. I would, I would rather set fire to the capsule than have Elon Musk. I, I would Elon that's Musk so. inside the capsule while it's burning. <laughs> <laughs> aye, totally, 100%. Elon burnt. <laughs> <laughs> okay so next up we have a recording so this is pete and pete is a regular on twitter with us we have a, lots of chats and a guy that knows his music really well i'm um, always looking forward to see what he's posting and certainly you know what he's bought recently in vinyl or what's from his collection and all that's really really good and really diverse so really really great guy so let's see what pete's got to say good afternoon Hope you are all well. Um, the first thing I'd put up there would be the recording of this, I suppose, a message of thanks for what they did for a very shy boy lost in secondary school. So the confidence the music gave me, a band that became my band, you know, that feeling after Live Aid, that feeling of pride, it was so important. Um, the second thing would, might, would be uh, my cassette of the works, my first Queen tape with a sneakily taped one vision at the end of side one. Very handy for eliminating the memory of Man on the Prowl that preceded it. Blech. And the third thing would have to be a Lapod shirt. Good brand awareness up there. It's very cold up there. And handy if you want to have some fun in space. You're welcome. Good luck, bye. So that was Pete Bear with his uh, three choices. First thing is just, he wants to basically just a letter of thanks to the band. And I think that's that's quite quite original. Something I, I wouldn't have thought of, you know, something just to put in there. I guess the civilizations would read that letter and go, wow, this band must have meant a lot to, to people. I like that. That's really cool. And, um, you know, Pete's little personal story in there is really, really cool. Um, the works, the cassette of the works. I mean, it's an album that we... That we, you know, I think our podcasts were fairly favourable about it, but yep. you know, got its moments where a wee bit flatter. I'm not sure that Man in the Prowl is one of the flat moments, though. What do you think? No, was? no, not at all. No. Not for me. Not for me, man. If, uh, if anything, I would have said something like, uh, "I want to break free" or something like that. Oh, is this the world we created? Uh, as the world we created, I, 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 obviously that is the, I, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I, that's terrible. Yeah. So, um, but no, but at least I, I can say it works. But you know, you've got. You got one version which is a solid track as, as well that's taped over, <laughs> taped over Man in the Prowl. <laughs> so when the aliens eventually do get to Earth and they they find their own copies of the works, they'll be very confused that um, one vision's not on it. So, um, but no, I like that choice. And I think the other one was um, one of our T-shirts, which reminds me, yeah, that's a good choice, Pete, um, because we've got T-shirts for sale. Um, so if you're looking for a T-shirt, or have got mugs as well. And we can we can we can make them to your own, you know, your own preference as well. Give us a shout, you know, and uh, all the details are on the website, lappods.co.uk. And uh, go and check that out. Um the shop link and uh, it's got all the details there. And, and be quick because there'll, there'll be a big order coming from Alpha Centauri any day now. 
<laughs> Absolutely, man. The, the, the wheel from Event Horizons on the phone. He wants t- t- two e- two XLs and a blood blood, blood resistant because. He doesn't want the blood. He doesn't want a white one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, so uh, yeah, check that out. No, but that's really kind of Pete to say that because um, I think Pete picked up one of our t-shirts um, in mugs recently, so that was really Here's cool. Pete. And uh, yep. yeah, absolutely. And uh, um, again, we make a few shekels off these, and uh, it's really good for for um, keeping the uh, you know getting our, our costs paid for and all that. Keep us keep us cost neutral because we don't want to end up putting adverts on these bloody podcasts we want to avoid that as much as possible and hopefully that will continue um, for a good long time to come if not forever so um no i really lo- love those um love those choices from pete they are really really kind of personal um which mm-hmm. is i would expect for pete because he's from the heart totally all right so we're going to move on now we're going to talk about um actually before i move on Something I meant to say at the start of the show. Um, something I was going to announce. Now, um, I said on Twitter that we are going to have a special guest coming on the podcast, on the next podcast. So we're delighted, absolutely delighted. Uh, Joe, Paul, myself, really, really over the moon to have Fred Mandel. He's going to be talking to us and uh, next week. He's actually going to be talking to us next week. So we're going to be chatting about Queen, a guy that's absolutely, you know, played with Alice Cooper, uh, Pink Floyd, Elton John, you know, lots of others, So as well as Queen, of course. Um, so really, really looking forward to speaking to Fred. And uh, we're really, really, really excited about it. Guys, anything more to say about that? Anything? I still can't believe it. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's exciting, yeah. Um to be speaking to someone who was on stage with Queen is just, you know, I never, th- I never thought in my wildest dreams we'd ever be able to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Absolutely. I, I, I like Paul said, I'm just, ex- I'm just very excited. And like, we just started doing this, you know, the three years, you know, is a bit of a laugh, you know, during lockdown, um, you know, for something to do, but it's obviously turned into something, you know, different, and uh, and that's a great thing. You know, um, you know, we've had a lot of really really cool interactions with, with people that have picked up on the pod, uh, and now you actually have someone like Paul said that actually, you know, was in the not just in on the live stage, but actually was in the studio with yeah, Queen and played on well, played, played yeah. on mm-hmm. Queen songs and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's mind blowing to me. You know, we're just uh, the idiots from Glasgow, but. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I can't wait. It's going to be it's going to be quite intimidating. I must say, I, I think I'll be a bit a bit nervous, but hey ho, it's still awesome. Yeah. Um, and I hope hopefully that you guys out there will will get something out of it. I'm sure you will. If you're a Queen fan like we are, you know, and you and you you go beyond just the you know the the normal story, then you'll be absolutely interested in hearing this. I think maybe what we'll do is we'll maybe even throw out something on Twitter, just as it occurs to me that. Maybe we'll get the best question. Maybe a question from a Twitter follower to ask. Aye, that's a good idea. Yeah, aye, definitely. And maybe we'll select select the one we feel is the the most interesting or whatever. So yeah, we'll maybe do that. Throw that out there. Maybe early next week uh, for you. All right. So we're moving on now. So our next guest is Ian. Now Ian uh, does a podcast with his two friends, and it's called Recovering Queen. 
Um, and it's, I guess what they do is they, they chat about tracks and they, they do a little cover of that particular track. It's a quite, quite short podcast, you know, um, get to the point. Um, so I've done quite a few now. I think I've maybe done about a dozen now. Um, so I, we'll maybe speak to Ian about that when it comes on. But first and foremost, we want to get, get his thing for the space capsule. So let's speak to Ian. Ah, there we go. Ah, How are you better. doing, Ian? Yeah, all good. Hey, nice to meet you guys. <laughs> you nice too. to see you, man. How's life? All good, life in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, not not bad, at, mm. not bad at all. Busy, busy. Yeah. Strange times. Really is. Indeed. Really is. But um, a, a good uh, good excuse to do things like podcasts, I, I guess. Eh? Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's how this one, uh, you know, that's how all ours came about. Yeah. yeah. So, do you want to tell us same, about... same here, yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit of the... We, we sort of did a little bit of uh, a chat about you is before you come on there, Ian, but... Do you want to talk about your podcast? Um, do you want to mention to the guys out there? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So uh, every every week we we cover a Queen track, we uh, dissect the song, um, and talk about the methods and the madness of the greatest band in the world, with your yeah. with you know with really good mates. So what's uh, what's better than to do that? And you know we've been Queen fans for like ever, but by taking the song apart and reconstructing it, we have learned. I mean. We've learned so much about how they put the songs together, about the lyrics they write, about how... I mean, we all know Freddie's a good singer, yeah? Everyone acknowledges yeah, that. not bad. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I, I think everyone needs to at least attempt to recreate a Freddie song, and then they truly know what a phenomena, you know, yeah. he, he was. Mm. It's taken my, my love of Freddie to, you know, to the next level, just thinking, how on earth can he do it? It's... It's impossible, you know. Yeah. So, so there's certain cover versions that, that we've all done that, you know, will never see the light of day just because you, you can't, <laughs> you know, you can't do it justice. Be, uh, yeah. You know, a little bit humiliating to uh, to even try. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's everything. And then we do these cover versions and then we meet up to, again online and chat about everyone's different interpretations or versions of them. And then it was Matt who said, you know, we should just record this. And stick yeah. it out there and see if anyone wants to tune in because we we find it so so much fun, yeah. um, much the same as you know what you guys you've been going longer than we have and it, it's just it's so brilliant to to listen to Queen fans talking to Queen fans yeah. about Queen. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely yeah. agreeing. Um, and Joe did a cover of uh, Stain Power, and I think he can attest to the kind of the kind of the, the, yeah. the toughness and trying to do the arrangement you did, even guitar wise and all that. Yeah. Yeah, it was difficult, very, very difficult. Yeah, obviously, I was taking a lot of the bass lines and stuff, and, and synth parts, and just making them into guitar parts. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a crack, cracking version you've done there. Ah, oh, thank you. Cheers. I wasn't, it wasn't just me. It was uh, me and two of my friends that, that did it. Um, my friend Ian sang it. He's a, a very, very good singer. So yeah, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it turned out great. But yeah, totally. I got. I mean, not that I needed any, uh, you know, reaffirming of how unbelievably talented they were as a band, but this structure of that song is crazy it's it's all over the place oh, it's, it's phenomenal isn't it uh, yeah uh, that, that's that's an up, upcoming episode i, I did uh, <laughs> staying power um as the cover and yeah just an unbelievable challenge but i did a hybrid version of the live at milton Keynes version all oh, right yep 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 oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah which is far superior and oh, i think anyway I, I love the live version i think it's oh amazing. yeah yeah i mean yeah. well that whole show isn't it live at milton ah, it's brilliant. Oh, super. well that was that was kind of why why I wanted to do it and I spoke to the other two guys about doing it in the first place is because I always 
thought it was a great song. I just wasn't really keen on the instrumentation that they used on on the album to do the song. And, you know, I I always heard it as a as quite a a heavy song in my head, mm. <laughs> and I kind of I suppose funky, that's kind heavy, of heavy, funky, funky, <laughs> funky, heavy sort of thing. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. We, that's what we tried to do. Well, There's a lot to be said for all the all the hot space tracks that they did on that tour because the live versions of Body Language are just phenomenal as well. Why on earth they didn't play that more? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But they're just great, and Roger working overtime on the backing vocals, and it, it's yeah. just they work in a live environment. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. so good. Even even Action This Day, which I'm not the biggest fan of as a track, but even that was great live. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's got yeah, a lot of energy. Not space tracks. I think every single one that I've heard live is, is fantastic. Better, in my opinion, they're, they're all better Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to agree. Yeah. So, Ian, um, you have a selection or two, or is it just a selection, or what have you got for us for the space capsule? Well, if I was going in the space capsule, the first question in the space capsule, am I on my own, or am I with Princess Aura? Because if I'm with Princess <laughs> Aura... Princess Aura will not need music, mate. Yeah, I, if, I'm in the, if I'm with Princess Aura, then I'm fine, you know. <laughs> but uh, assuming that we're, uh, you know, we're professional spacemen. I would take with me a copy of Queen's Greatest Video Flicks Part 2. Excellent. Purely for the audio commentary from Brian and Roger, which if there's mm-hmm. ever a rainy day, if you're ever feeling a little bit down in the dumps or anything, perfect lockdown fodder, you stick that on, listen to what those two guys are saying about each video, and it is just endless laughs. Brian yeah. being incredibly positive and... <laughs> hey, Roger. <laughs> and then Roger just going in. Yeah. Both barrels, absolutely yeah. giving it loads. Uh, I mean, I just like be laughing out loud, particularly when we were researching um, doing body language and Roger on body languages uh, on that video. He's, he's yeah. withering put downs throughout. So that that would keep you um, amused, that whole DVD. I mean, because some of the videos are quite good as well, just to watch on their own. But with, with mm-hmm. the audio, with, with the commentary soundtrack as well, you're going to get a few good light years uh, travel mm-hmm. out of that. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely yeah. i mean i think um you you'd sort of messaged us before uh, ian and you'd mentioned the, the commentary and i put i put it on um a couple oh, of days did. ago yeah, yeah. Uh, just to remind myself i hadn't must have been, it's been a long time 15, yeah. 15 years or at least since I've, I've listened to the commentary and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were right you're absolutely spot on it is it's a, it's a great laugh and yeah i can't recommend I love, that highly enough yeah i love the story when um uh, Roger was talking about during the Want to Break Free video um, because he was such a convincing schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he was, he was David Mallet was his fiance was visiting the set and he pretended to be messing about with Roger and she's walked in and saw this. Presumably, she thought it was like, you know, a lady. No and, and so, so David just worked this little routine out. Whatever I'm working. So I thought that was really cool. Well, I think I think <laughs> all, all Queen fans, we've all felt a little bit conflicted about Roger in. Uh, oh, I, oh yeah. Turns around yeah. and winks. I think there's no there's no uh, mm-hmm. there's no shame in that, is there? We all we all kind Absolutely of no, 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 the same no. way, don't we? Good, good, good. Not, doing doing not, not, <laughs> not just me then. I, I, would, I would be worried if it was a. Uh, Brian that people were digging. Or, <laughs> you know, he's not. He's not a good-looking woman, man. Neil's John. No, John, no. John. John's a fine-looking older woman, though. He's, like, he's kind of like old, old kind of like you know. Yeah, like, oh. distinguished. Distinguished. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure it floats somebody's boat, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Uh, Wade Rooney. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that's one, one funny thing that, that, that Matt did some research about I Want to Break Free. And apparently I Want to Break Free in Latin America became this big kind of national anthem yep. against the against the uh, incumbent government. Yep, and then yeah. Freddie walks on on stage with a pair of false breasts and everything. And then yeah, like, everyone's yeah. like super offended or something. Yeah, it meant so much to them. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. seeing that. Yeah, and he just lifts up the top and he's got the... <laughs> I think there was almost a riot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was almost a riot. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, you know, that song doesn't belong to them anymore. That's out there. Yeah, can you imagine? That can be taken in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, Ian, thank you very much for taking your time out tonight. My pleasure. I'm a huge fan of what you're doing. I really enjoy the podcast. Always tuning in. So keep up the good work. Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. We need, need to get up Feels to date with your one. I think the last one I listened to was Don't Lose Your Head. That was the last one I checked yeah, out. So yeah, I'll need to catch up. That uh, one turned out all right. That was I deliberately chose to do that cover because I've always hated that song. I thought there was absolutely no quality in there whatsoever. But not hey, a lot in it, is there? Yeah, yeah. Turns out, you know, pretty good right. melody, pretty good song. You know, yeah. it, it's Roger, Roger every time. So you've always yeah. got to have faith that Queen kind of know what they're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah. well. Almost most of the always. Time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, certainly well, the melodies there anyway, most of the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah we, we haven't found a true shocker because we did uh, Rain Must Fall the other day, which I thought was, you know, just absolutely horrendous. But Jay completely turned it around and that's a, it's a blinding song, really. Yeah, because it's got um, the melody. I mean, that's the thing, Freddie's vocals on the, the, the album, I mean, we, we all agreed that that's really smooth. They're really, really well in the melody. Although there's, there's a lot of people online um, talking about the... Oh, the song that the, the melody is ripped off from. Oh, what's the name? oh yeah, yeah. Young Hearts, isn't it? Young Hearts, the kind yeah, of hearts, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um yeah, yeah. So um, but yeah, his vocals are fantastic yeah. on it, but it's just Good not a, not a great song. But, <laughs> but um and uh, so I just wanted to say thank you for the um I've yet to share share it with Joe and Paul, the the version you did. You sent over a version of in the space capture. Oh, especially exclusive recovering queen exclusive, uh, cover exclusive. for you. So are you gonna play it? Yeah, we'll, we'll throw that on in the end. Oh, excellent. Like oh, that? Yeah. Good idea. Okay, but really, really nice version. Um, and, and the melody in that song is, right. is yeah, yeah. fantastic. Once again, yeah, yeah, curious, curious little song. Nice yeah. one. Lovely. Thanks for having me on, chaps. Okay. Oh, no problem. Thanks, Thank Harrison. you. Yeah, yeah. Take care of yourself. Yes. Take care. Thanks, Keep up the good work. Bye. So that was Ian um, from the Recovering Queen podcast. That was <laughs> that was really cool. Get his thoughts on that. The commentary. You, you gents listen to the commentary much recently? Uh, I, I I listened to some of it today. Um, <laughs> I I'd forgotten about Roger. Um, you know when it's a hard life comes on, he's he's sure just a sigh. You know that he's like, this is just the worst thing ever. And all that you know, he's just yeah. this, but he's just kind of grumpy all the way through. It. It's quite funny, yeah. and I forgot I forgot uh, what he said about scandal. He's like, didn't didn't like the song, and don't like the video and it, and it, and it was kind of interesting he was saying you know um given the subject matter it, it should have been harder hitting and all that and and i've got to agree with him because 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 it is a bit wishy-washy that song it should have been more kicking the balls aye. Yeah, musically yeah. it should have been yeah. heavier or something I, I can totally get behind that yeah. actually i aye. think it was meaning i think it was mean more lyrically though was it not in terms of like it should have been more scathing about the press Lyrically, it's been heavier. Yeah. Lyrically, you know, in terms of like just, mm-hmm. can I, you know, can I just touch around the edges of, of the tabloid press instead of just going straight for the jugular? Yeah. It, would have been, it would have been the wrong 
musical backdrop for a harsher lyrics, so it would have to have been a heavier song. Do you know what I mean? Uh, could have been or a more understated one. Kind of like, aye, maybe, like, maybe like, uh, like kind of those or something. Or... Aye, the, 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 when, when Brian starts chugging that guitar, aye, that's what I was going to say. If that, that was all the way through. Yeah, aye, would have oh, gave it a more even... sinister kind of heavier yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. agree. 100%. Just make it make it a bit more ominous, darker yeah. sounding. Yeah, aye. I, I might have had a wee bit more impact. Um, even without changing the lyrics or making the lyrics stronger or whatever. I think we did say that on the pod that um, one of us said that about the chugging part. If, yeah, why, didn't, I, why didn't he just do that through that that uh, whole part? I think it was that darker. All uh, oh, right, okay. Um, uh, just gives that. I totally agree, hundred percent. They just gave it more weight. Uh, mm. Took the kind of kind of like poppy, a poppy vibe off it a bit. But there you go. It, it isn't like that. So there it is. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, right. So we have our last. Uh, Last guest, and our last guest is Paul, and we'll let Paul in and see. Great name, and I. Sorry, name must Paul, mate. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> what Paul's Paul's got to say. What he wants in the space capsule, it's a good one so far. Yep, very good. Hello, Paul. Hello. Let me turn my video on. There you go. <laughs> How Fantastic. you doing, Paul? Not too bad. How are you going? Not oh, very bad, well. Bad. Very well. So uh, yeah, thanks, thanks again, Paul, um, for coming on. Um, I think a few people were a bit trepidatious about coming on and, and being being live on the pod and all that. But um, so so thanks for for coming on and, and taking it in your stride. So <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, so far so good. So <laughs> so um, so Paul, you've you, you've got some interesting ones. I think you you talked to us on uh, Twitter. You DM'd us about that, and uh, but I want to want to hear it from you. So let's let's. Let's get your your things for the space capsule. What's going in this this thing? What's going in the space then? I can't I, I can't remember the exact order I put I put them in, but I think the first one that I suggested, as much as it would break my heart to to get rid of it, but I said about the the red special. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, you know, there is a means to an end. It would mean, unfortunately, no more Adam Lambert and Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but the. the the reason why it piqued my interest, I, mean, I, I do like you guys, you know, play the guitar or try to play the guitar. But I think it's such a unique instrument. You know, you could show a picture of that guitar to a non a non musician or even I wouldn't, wouldn't say a non music fan, but somebody that doesn't play the guitar and say, you know, who is this? Who plays this instrument? Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. most people would be able to have a pretty good stab at saying, you know, it's, it's Brian May. Absolutely. Yep. It's it's so different. The sound is so unique. You can go from a very thin, you know, really rasping single coil type telecaster type sound all the way through to a really heavy humbucker sound. Uh, unique. The different yep. the different tonal varieties that you can get. You know, you you, you, you oh, well, I was gonna say you can't buy that because you can buy that. You can buy a Brian <laughs> May signature model. But you know, when it was created, there was literally yeah. nothing like it for 20, 30 years. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely unique. You know, and you can hear that. You know, on every track and every album, the different tonal qualities that he gets in the sound and the different types of, you know, tonal quality that he can get from that. You know, if he was just, you know, associated with playing a Les Paul or a Strat, it would be totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have his identity that he has for a start. Yep. So that's a huge part of his his signature sound. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, well, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. You know, if me or you or anyone was going to pick up Brian's guitar, oh, it wouldn't sound. No, no. I bet it's the sound. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's a lot of magic in the fingers, and we all get that. But 
I think if it wasn't for that guitar, we wouldn't have had such a rich tapestry of sound that we've got we've had for the last uh, you know 40, 50 years. One hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Um, because it because even I, I think we mentioned on the the Rainbow podcast, um, we were talking about Brian, you know, Brian doing these dive bomb things. Yes. And and you do that in any any other guitar, it's going to a tune immediately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that thing was built so well that. It, uh, you hardly ever saw him tuning the thing. I never saw him tuning. Never, no, I've never seen no. Brian May tune his guitar, like, uh, you know, mess uh, about with the, the tuning pegs. Yeah. yeah. So, so so every other player had to wait until, you know, Floyd Rose and Kayla <laughs> systems arrived in the 80s, you know, before they could do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he was doing it, you know, in 74, you know. Yeah. Uh, an utterly unique instrument uh, and just absolutely priceless. And wouldn't it be great, um, considering you know how, how much the guy loves you know the the cosmos and all that, you know <laughs> when, when it finally goes, you know to actually put it in a capsule and fire it off into space. Yeah, you know, you know I, had, I hadn't considered it from that angle, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I, I'm sure Brian would love that actually. You know, um, yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't imagine him handing it over to a younger generation and saying, "Here we go, this is it. Make, <laughs> no. make it sing for another forty years." I think no. if it's going to go anywhere. Up yeah. into space would be pretty yeah. apt. Right, and, Elon, and Elon Musk will be sitting in a satellite waiting for it. So can... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what I was going to say. It'll, it'll sit in some billionaire's bank vault. You know, Let's or, hope not. Or, or, Let's or, hope or, not. Or, hopefully it'll end up in the museum or something. But, yeah. 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 Not, not sat in a box where nobody can see it or enjoy yeah. it for, for the rest of its life. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was quite interesting. You mentioned about the, the tuning stability because it was up on, on one of the pods that I listened to the other day that you said, you know, you, you never see footage of him, you know, no. adjusting or tuning on stage at all. No. And there was a funny piece that I read the other day, actually, about one of the replica t- guitars that he had built, the ones that he used in the Spread Your Wings and the, yeah, the, we the, the, video. the John Butch one. Yeah. The, the one that's natural wood yeah. colour. Yeah, that one ironically led a, a, a suffered an early demise because it, he used it on a US tour and he threw it off stage because of tuning stability issues to get it tuned up, but there was nobody there to catch yeah. it and it snapped <laughs> the neck off. That's right. It went, yeah. it, it went bad to get repaired, but it was never it was never the same since. So mm. it just shows how good the original was. Yeah, and, and still is. Absolutely, yeah. Totally uh, unique. Yeah. Absolutely unique in every way. Um, fantastic, Paul. What's your next one then? What, what have you got for the the second one I suggested was in the theme of music video. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to confess that, you know, as some people will say that they invented the genre, they were the first. They were certainly among the first to, I don't want to say perfect, but 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 use it to its it's potential. It's almost like a commercial thing. Through the early yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. There, there was promotional films filmed in the yeah. 60s. The Beatles did several, you know, Rain, Paperback Writer, you know, Penny Lane and the like, mm-hmm. and as did as did many bands through, through the rest of the decade and early 70s. But Queen was the, the first exponents that, that got maximum value from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. I think you can see some of the early footage where they were doing, uh, you know, mime performances on top of the pops, and it almost felt like they were there because it was almost a contractual obligation to be there. Yeah, yeah. You know, really, you know, they were just there because you know they had they had to be. And I'm sure if things had been different, they'd have kept, they, they would have had to carry on doing that. But I think they saw a, an opportunity because could you imagine if you know Bohemian Rhapsody had been the the hit it was and they hadn't got that video? 
how ridiculous it would have looked for them miming that on top of the pops. Absolutely, yep. You know, it just it just would have been laughable. There was a piece I listened to the Odeon uh, pod today, and you were talking about, you know, was it right that they were, you know, that they started to use the the um, the taped sec- section, the taped section for the, the operatic sequence? And you were saying, yeah, it would have been funny to to at least see them try that. Uh-huh. At least see them try it live, but imagine seeing them actually miming it. If it was, that would be worse. It would just look right. terrible. Yeah, ridiculous, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I think if you if you if you look through the range of um, the range of videos that they've done, yeah, you had some pretty generic ones, which were, which were bog standard performance ones, but they certainly did invest a lot of time, effort, and money in certainly in the later days in perfecting the art. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there is some really, really good ones through time. Even some things like the the, the Save Me video, where yep. Yep. the first Amazing. one to introduce animation into, into right, yeah. Yeah, the live right. action. Yep. You know, a great song, and the video was really, really fitting. It, it really, really worked. Um, you know, there were some strange ones, obviously, Bicycle Race for obvious reasons. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, enough said about that, the better. You know, we'd never get away with it today. And... And another interesting one, obviously, something like Body Language, you know, a, a terrible <laughs> song and a, a really terrible video. But I actually watched it earlier on just to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. But it's awkward how, how awkward looking the band are in the video. And yeah, how embarrassed, yeah. really, how embarrassed yeah. everyone really seems when they're yeah. doing that awkward finger. Ah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Did you, go for a, did you go for a shower after you watched it? <laughs> I had to wash my eyes out, yeah. <laughs> but, but, there's, but there are, you know, some lots of examples of of even pretty mo- mediocre songs which are made better by having the video yeah you know i'd forgotten um some of the sort of rarely seen videos even something like the um calling all girls video which yeah. obviously because it wasn't a mm. uk release single it didn't get much airplay yeah but it's actually a pretty good video and the band seemed pretty into that and it was a bit of a laugh but yeah. you so compare the... that to some of the other ones that you know body that, language again is is that the one that's got the robots in it yeah yeah, 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 yeah. he's being interrogated he's in yeah. prison and he, he breaks out at the end and smashes the screen up yeah. i think it's inspired by that's so, early George Lucas film. Yeah, aye. T- yeah. THX. That's right, yeah. Aye. Some number. 1138 or something. 1138, yeah. 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 So, yeah, there is obviously there's the odd, you know, strange one here and there. But, you know, on the whole, I think as a, as a body of work, they, they stand up, they work. But you're yeah. right. I mean, because even in the, I don't know what the, the name of the effect is, um, but in the breakthrough video, when they actually get through the tunnel and it does all that mashup thing with all the different images, I don't know the name of the actual term for that, but that was used quite a lot after that. I think that was the first time that effect was actually used in video. Because mm. I remember right. I remember seeing it again on the Enter Sandman video. I had a metallic Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that, that, yeah. yeah, that sort of slow motion. Yeah, fast cutting. Yeah, yeah, and it's all, you know, it's, just, it's pretty cool, actually, even to this day. That's a, that's a really good part of that video. The rest of it's... Is what it is, I guess. Ah, <laughs> but, yeah, I know, mean, that, it's, that uh, bit's really, really, really smart. Yeah, it's, got, and yeah, it's got a train in it. Uh, train yeah. is pretty good. Uh, that was interesting, actually, in the commentary of that um, when they were talking about the train. Um, Brian was saying that it was we had to have total, total faith in the driver that he wasn't going right, yeah. to suddenly, go, go, go suddenly uh, hit the brakes because he said we'd all have been dead. You know, <laughs> so we so we're just actually, you know, because it looked, you know, it just makes sure everyone knew that it wasn't green screen or anything like that. We were yeah, actually yeah. on a train. 
going at that speed then I mean you can I think you can you can clearly see the panic in the eyes at some point so. yeah <laughs> this is Brian hair's like a way uh-huh. way back That's yeah it. yeah it was um it, it it was also it, it's for obvious reasons as the as the band is getting older and, and moving towards to the end of the career you know the the looks the fashions the change and obviously Freddie's illness got more and more obvious towards the end as well yeah. and you know it is deeply emotional to watch you know, the 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 last couple of videos oh, to see absolutely. what the guy was going through yeah and I've, i read an interesting bit actually about the days of our lives video that Brian wasn't actually there when they filmed it. He had to be edited in. Right, yeah. He was actually on tour for promoting one of his solo albums at the time. And uh, it was only he wasn't there. And so he had to return back to the UK and had his his bit filmed separately and then edited in to make him look like he was there. But yeah. you know, a very a very a very hard video to watch even now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Almost 30 years later. Oh, it's but nice, so. again, they all they all stand up. The, you know, the, the really, really quality songs, songs still stand the test of time. And you're listening uh, to sound like innuendo. Innuendo, the video's amazing. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, probably it's as my... fresh now as it was, what, yeah. 30 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fantastic song and probably my favourite video as well, you know. Uh, yeah. It's my favourite yeah. Queen video, yep, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. 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 And, and, with, and made without the band physically being in the video as well, so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But really original. So that's yeah. So yeah, as a body of work, you know, the 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 concept of music video, I think they certainly owned or, and took picked the ball up and ran with it, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Good, good choice. And I think my final one that I put forward, I again, I can't remember how I actually badged it now. And I, I was going to say about, you know, the 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 ultimate album, you know. But the more I thought about it, you know, what one what one would you put in? You know, mm. one day I'd say it'd be Queen Two, and then it could be the game, or it could be News yeah, of the World. Absolutely, it's too difficult. Could it even be Hot Space? No, it probably wouldn't. But you know, <laughs> but, you know, but you, where would you go? You know, it, I think a lot of the things that you've said through some of the, the podcasts when you were discussing the albums, it's you know very dependent on how you're feeling at the time you're listening to the music to how mm-hmm. how you would evaluate it and how it sits with you. And that's as true today as it was when I would have first listened to these sort of 30 years ago when I was getting into the band. So rather than put into space one album, my kind of concept that I would thought is, is pulling together some form of ultimate top 10, top 20 playlist of the tracks that, that, that mean most to you or the most personal tracks to you. So it might not be the best, but, but they're really, you. you know, your yeah. ones that mean most to you. Because, yeah. you know, we could debate which of them 20 or 10 songs would be. Yeah. And we'd probably all have a different 20. There might mm-hmm. be one or two that are similar. Yeah. But mm-hmm. again, that says a lot for the quantity and quality of work that's out there, how hard it would be to do that. Yeah. And I think it's a very good point, Paul, because I think, um, you know, as we've all often said in the Queen, I mean, we come, we come to Queen more from a rock slash metal kind of background and we'll be a you know, as much as we love the pop stuff as well, don't get me wrong, but that's our kind of angle um, on Queen most of the time. But, um, but, but you've got people that are coming to Queen from purely the pop sensibilities, and yeah, maybe the heavier yeah. tracks are the ones that they maybe like less, or you know, but they, they want the hits, you know, the bit, you know, the big, the big, the big um, pop songs and all that. So you get so many, you know, I mean that's only two, but you have get so many different kind of ways that you can actually access Queen and. And from different angles, so yeah, that playlist would be quite interesting because you could have something that's purely, you know, all the all the pop, you know, and kind of magic. And I want to break free and all the favourites, and I don't think they would make it any of our our playlist. No, but, they, they, they definitely wouldn't. <laughs> no, so, no, yeah. no, me neither. But it goes back to yeah, you, know, you remember back in the day where you'd 
you'd, you'd record on your, your cassette. You might yeah. take a couple of tracks from one album and you might yeah. have something yes. on CD or something on tape and something on vinyl and you'd pull together your, your classic playlist. Yeah, I absolutely. It's interesting to compare what you would have done 20, 30 years ago with how you'd think today and how you'd yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And it'd be, it'd be very different. And I've tried to do it several times. You know, now you've got things like Spotify. You can create something pretty instantly. Yeah. But it's yeah. actually far harder when you sort of think about it. You know, what are the rules? You know, are you allowed singles? Are you not allowed singles? No, just just do it. But it's your favourite, man. There's no rules yeah, with these exactly, things. Yeah. I mean, if it's your if it's your favourite songs, it's your favourite songs. You know what I mean? That even if it's songs that we didn't like, you know, we've never contested it because that there's something to you. And that and ultimately Queen mean the same to you as they do it to us, do you know what I mean? So it's all good. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So that's some, something that I must I must actually sit down and put some thought to and try and do one day because I think that'll be quite interesting and quite interesting to compare with others as well to see, you know, what what their what their uh, top we were, twenty or top ten would be. We were kind of speaking about that anyway, weren't we, David, about yeah. possibly doing that um on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think um, what you're saying is a good inroad in that, Paul. So yeah. if you actually get your your top ten, or your top twenty together as a Spotify playlist, um, get in touch with us, and we'll use that as a sort of catalyst to see what other other um, you know top ten, top twenties that people yeah, come sure. up with. You know, yeah. you can get a bit of a bit of a, a little bit of bargy bargy on Twitter over it. You know, oh, quite like that. You know, you will, yeah, yeah. So I quite like that. So yeah, no. If, when when you get round to that, Paul, that would be definitely. Yeah, I will do. Yeah. Please, please share that with us, and we'll and we'll see what the listeners think, and we'll probably have a go at ours as well. But, yeah, uh, no, gladly we'll do that. Fantastic. But listen, Paul, it's actually been a pleasure talking to you. I'm really, really enjoyed enjoyed speaking to you. And, and no problem. It's it's been fun. Thanks again for doing what you what you guys do. I, I've really, really enjoyed since I've sort of picked up on it over the last you know six or seven weeks. It's been really, really good. It's uh, thank you, man. Yeah, really thank enjoyed you. every single one. No, you're you're welcome. Down. You're Thank absolutely you. welcome, Paul. And um, and thanks for taking time out again and, and and listening to us. That's that's all we do it for. Just to we do it for for ourselves first and foremost. A bit of fun. And if anyone wants to join in, fantastic. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, listen. Take care of yourself, Paul. And yeah, uh, thank we'll, you. Maybe and you see, we'll maybe see you again in the future if we do something like this again. But um, definitely, yeah. yeah. Invite me, and I'll be back. Fantastic. Cool, man. Well, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Really, really enjoyed chatting with, with, um, with Paul there. Um, lots of really good insight into his choices there as well, which which was really nice. He's very uh, articulate. Indeed, he was. I uh, maybe should uh, maybe should do a pod instead of us or something. You know, right. maybe, uh, maybe you should come on and host it, and I can just be set free. Yes, we are in a in a in a in a articulate. <laughs> so thank you very much to everyone that's taken time to come on. Um, so we had Richard at the start with Jerry coming on that was fun <laughs> um, we had uh, Lynn coming on as well we also had Pete leaving his message which was fantastic we've got Ian um, coming on from Recovering Queen podcast and finally Paul there so thanks very much to all six um, come on I think that was six if I, if I can actually do do my sums right I think that was six um, I think just talking about the videos there you know it's, it's interesting because I've still never other than on the VHS, I've still never released those innuendo videos on DVD or anything. They're still they're still not being put out there digitally, and I'm waiting for them because they get all the all the ones have been uh, remixed in five point one. So I really want to hear innuendo the song in five point one. Five point one, yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing that. So hopefully one day they they actually get around to doing that. I don't know how they'll you know they might package it with a whole bunch of other stuff that 
came after that. But oh, mm. said yeah, that, 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 that's the downside of it. <laughs> that's the downside. <laughs> I'd probably still buy it just to get the bloody five point ones. That's that'll be the thing. That that's how they'll hook people like me yeah. in and, and maybe all of us. You know, mm. I really want that part of the DVD, but the rest of it's nonsense. I'll, I'll wait for you and Paul to buy it, then I'll steal it. A copy. <laughs> then, uh, I'll, I'll listen to it. But um, who knows when they'll appear anyway, because that's been a long, long time since that's released uh, uh, the Flix 1 and 2 in DVD. So. Um, but no, um, no, I really enjoyed this. Um, really, really enjoyed it. Any final words, lads? Anything you want to well, say? Well, I know we kind of spoke about this a little bit before we start, before we come on the pod, but... I was going to give my three things. We don't need to debate it or anything like that. You know what I mean? But uh, so if I was uh, blasting stuff out into space uh, for another civilization to discover Queen and, and all their glory, uh, first of all, I would put Brian May's guitar harmonies because yeah. mm-hmm. soon, that, that is, for me, that defines Queen. Do you know what I mean? As as much as like the sound, Betty yeah. and you know, and all the other guys in the band doing their thing and how awesome they are, that is that is synonymous with Queen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as you hear that, that is that is it. Um, and secondly, I would put the the live performance of of somebody to love from Milton Keynes in there as well, because I I, yeah. I think that is possibly the the most amazingly performed um, live song I've ever heard from any band. Um, yeah. And lastly, I would put in the show must go on for obvious reasons. I think it's, you know, the song's unbelievable and, you know, it just it touches a, a nerve, do you know what I mean? In a positive way. So that would be my three. What about you guys? Do you have any ideas? No, Paul's got nothing. You get nothing, Paul. Paul, it doesn't I've, even like. I've Queen. got. I, I'm yeah. I, I've kind of been off them the last few weeks. <laughs> um, I, off the top of my head, I, uh, I would put the the track "Innuendo" in because it's my yeah. favourite thing they've ever done. Um, uh, and then I, after that, I'm kind of stuck. Put me on the spot. That was the only good song they ever done. Nah, that's that's <laughs> it's the only thing they ever done. No, the was... thing is, the thing is, um, when when I was kind of pulling this together, I, I didn't say the gents explicitly. Let's get a three together. I was just thinking about the guys coming on. So it's good good that Joe actually came up with something to give it a bit of thought because I've certainly not in neither spoke really. So. <laughs> Couple of <laughs> so, amateurs, man. Exactly. I'm too busy, can I like? Getting the uh, you know Zoom stuff sorted out and all the rest of it to actually think about my. Are you were doing all the important uh, stuff. <laughs> so, I, be, I was doing nothing, but I've got no excuse. Hi, <laughs> Paul. Fuck's sake, get with the program, mate. So mm. no. So next podcast we're going to be speaking to Fred Mandel. Did we mention? No, I don't think we mentioned. No, that. I don't think you mentioned it, mate. No, no. We're going to be speaking to Fred. I, I liked a little story where he said he said to Freddie, he says, "Listen, we can't have two Freds." You're going to have to change your name. <laughs> ah, that's, right. That? Aye. that's right. Fantastic. I never heard of that before. Awesome. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so uh, look for us on that next episode and um, should be fun. Um, and we'll see what kind of things uh, Fred says. I'm sure some of it you'll, you'll know, you know, if he knows Fred's story pretty well. But, you know, we'll, let's see if we can get anything, any wee nuggets that 
haven't been Aye. spoken about before. Okay, so. Some goss. Yeah. That. So, right. Um, so everybody, take care of yourselves, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you.